0: Foundations.
1: The Virgin will conceive. The young girl up the road is going to get pregnant. Mm. Well, what do you do? Because young girls have been getting pregnant since Eve. That's right. This is talking about a miracle. And to say that it's not a miraculous birth is to deny God His honour and glory.
0: Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we learned about the historical context of the prophecy given to King Ahaz of Judah regarding the virgin birth. This time we're going to learn more about the meaning of the Hebrew word Alma and whether or not it was really referring to a virgin.
1: There is, um, I'm not going to mention his name, but there was a, a pastor, a Gentile pastor who actually said that if Jesus wasn't really born of a virgin, if, if his earthly father's name was was Larry or something, it wouldn't really matter. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty horrific stuff If it wasn't a virgin Then, mm. you know, Jesus' dad could be anybody Not yeah. God So there was this um, medieval French rabbi Whose name was Shlomo Yitzkaki uh, He's known as Rashi today So I'm just going to stick with Rashi <laughs> <laughs> And he is very much a favourite among The religious Jews and Jewish scholars Because his work and writings Were primarily focused at the time On disproving the claims of Christ From the Old Covenant Scriptures And when he first began uh, making his claims, many of his contemporaries actually declared him to be a heretic because they were completely different to what they had always been taught and understood the Scriptures to mean. But now he's very popular because church history is replete with a lot of Christian persecution against the Jews. And so any excuse to disagree with the Christian theology and they will take Mm. it. Okay, so Rashi's a favorite. But one of his claims, one of Rashi's claims, was that the word virgin referred to in Isaiah 7.14 wasn't really referring to a virgin at all. Okay, And there have been uh, rabbis since who say that the word for virgin doesn't mean a young woman who's never had sex, just that it means a young woman.
0: Oh, right okay Yeah Well let's read that verse again So that we have it in our minds It's Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign Behold a virgin will be with child and bear a son And she'll call his name Emmanuel.
1: Now there's another rabbi Joseph Mizraki And he also challenged the new covenant's teaching Of the virgin birth And he said this Never in history did anyone interpret the word Alma as virgin I just want to say That's not True Mm. at all. There are two Hebrew words that can be translated as virgin. Okay, those two words are, are betula and alma. The word betula can actually refer to both a married and an unmarried woman, but the word alma refers to a young woman specifically unmarried. All right, so I want to quote from an article by one of my favorites, Dr. Itan Bar from the Ministry of One for Israel. This is what he wrote. Quote, according to the culture and to God's commandments during biblical times, a young girl who never married would be presumed to be chaste. Therefore, the use of the word Alma rather than Betula in this verse and prophecy regarding the birth of the Messiah actually refers to the fact that the Messiah was supposed to be born in a miraculous way, End mm. quote. Yes. Okay, so because the word um, alma is used and not Betula. It's actually talking to an about an unmarried woman. So the word Alma, okay, just let me just reinforce this. It occurs in the Old Covenant seven times, and in every single case, it's referring to a young and unmarried woman. And Rashi, that rabbi was telling you from the uh, well, the eleventh century, he actually interpreted the word Alma in all the other parts of Scripture like in Song of Solomon, as a virgin, a young woman untouched by a man. The only time that Rashi and other rabbis interpret the word "ulma" as just a young woman is in the case of Isaiah 7.14 because they cannot allow for that to be accepted and therefore the consequence would be that it was referring to Jesus being mm. born of
0: a virgin. Yeah, that's right.
1: So that's the only place that they don't use or interpret the word "ulma" to mean an untouched woman, Mm. an unmarried untouched woman, okay? Now, the Jewish believer and a scholar whom I really, really like, his name is Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum, and he explains the reason for Rashi's refusal to believe in the virgin birth prophecy, and it was because he was heavily involved at the time, in the medieval time, in polemic debates against Christians, okay, in the 11th, 12th centuries, and therefore he, he had to take the opposing view in his attempt to disprove Jesus' messiahship, but again, I've got to emphasize, Rashi interpreted the word Alma to be a virgin in all other places in Scripture, just not that one.
0: It's a sad thing, really, because I guess this is this judicial blindness that we see uh, in the Jewish people. You know, that, I mean, Jesus you know, declared that when he could have rode into Jerusalem on the donkey. Um, and it's very sad to see that being played out over all these centuries.
1: It, it really is, actually. We know uh, a rabbi, he's a lovely, lovely man, actually, in Jerusalem, who actually confessed to a friend of ours, a Christian friend of ours, he says, look, I can see what you're saying. I understand why you're saying what you're saying. But I admit, I'm blind because I can't I can't accept it.
0: Mm, wow. So they know it. Well, let's go back to that verse then in uh, Isaiah 7. So we were reading verse 14 a few moments ago. Verses 10 and 11 says, Then the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God, Make it deep as Sheol or high as heaven.
1: Okay, the really important thing to remember there is where he says at the end, make this sign that you ask for as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. If the rabbis are saying that all Isaiah's prophecy was, was that a young unmarried maiden would fall pregnant, are you telling me that the God of all heaven and earth, the creator of everything, that's the best he can come up with? Mm, yeah. This is God's sign. Yeah. If he asks Ahaz to ask for a sign as high as heaven or as deep as Sheol, and then he says, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to. And God says, fine. You want a sign? I'll give you a sign. The virgin will conceive. The young girl up the road is going to get pregnant.
0: Mm.
1: Well, what do you do? Because young girls have been getting pregnant since Eve.
0: That's right.
1: This is talking about a miracle. And to say that it's not a miraculous birth is to deny God his honour and glory.
0: Mm.
1: Why is it he thought that Ahaz could come up with a a sign that would be bigger than one God could come up with? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so I've got to ask this question. If Rashi and the others are correct, the young woman mentioned, if if not a virgin, then really God is saying that a young, adulterous woman was going to have a baby. Mm. And how can they attribute that to God? That's just, that's abhorrent.
0: And he would be named Emmanuel, God with us.
1: Exactly. All right. So, let's be real for a second. If you have an ovum and you have a sperm and they come together, you get life. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an ovum and you don't have a sperm or you have an ovum or a sperm but not the other, you don't have life. Mm. So, we're talking about a sign here that's beyond the heights of heaven that is deeper
0: than the pits
1: of Sheol. I mean, let that sink yeah, in for a it's second.
0: Scientifically impossible.
1: It is scientifically impossible. And what's more, this baby's name is going to be God with us. Or when I looked it up in the blue letter Bible, it actually says, with us is God. All uh, right. Now, does that make it sound a little different Mm. to just, oh, yes, God with us. (laughs) As we go about our day, God is with us wherever we go. And that is true. I don't want to sound like I'm demeaning it. No, that is true. Everywhere we Mm. go, God is with us. But this is talking specifically about the baby. The baby is going to be with us is God.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Does that not make you sort of... Suck your breath in a little bit and (laughs) make you think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How
1: fantastic is that?
0: It's a wonderful thing. It certainly puts a whole different spin on that understanding of that prophecy and the sign that God gave to Ahaz. And the historical context, Robert.
1: Without all all of that previous historical context with King Ahaz and the and the besieging of Jerusalem and God's frustration with Ahaz and says, Fine, I'll give you a sign and this is gonna be it. Bigger than the heavens, Mm. deeper than Sheol. It's bigger than the universe that God was going to become a baby and be with us.
0: Such a great truth. Well, next time we're going to be taking some time to learn about the depth and richness of the wonderful name Emmanuel. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.